New year, new soccer, and snow and smoke on ESPN Missoula. I'm Andrew Houghton. Happy to welcome you back into a new year of soccer and snow and smoke. Got plenty of exciting things on the horizon. Soccer and snow and smoke is brought to you by Zootown Sports Cards and Blackfoot Communications. Thank you for listening to all of our World Cup coverage. Tried to blow that out for you with analysis, reaction, emotion. From one of the greatest World Cups of my lifetime, that was all December. Took a little break after that, but we're back now. Soccer and Snow and Smoke is the soccer podcast from ESPN Missoula, your place for listening and learning about all things soccer in the Treasure State. And with that in mind, our first guest of the new year, somebody whose name you've heard on this podcast, because when I was talking high school soccer in the fall, I couldn't have done it without this man and his website. It's Glenn Wall, who runs wallsoccer.net, your clearinghouse, your inventory for all high school soccer stats in Montana. One of the most helpful things, and I try to shout out Glenn and Wall Soccer throughout the fall as I was talking about high school soccer because legitimately I wouldn't have been able to do it without him. So here today, to talk about the labor of love that goes into that, to talk a little bit of high school soccer with me. It's Glenn Wall, who's a middle school teacher at C.R. Anderson Middle School in Helena and also runs wallsoccer.net. And if you follow soccer in Montana, you know that web address. Glenn, man, thank you for coming on and taking the time. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm super excited to be part of your webcast and help, help support Montana soccer. It's awesome. Yeah, and let's start there. You're one of the guys who does the most I think to promote high school soccer in Montana because it's you know the newspapers are trying to cover every high school sport they've got college they're they're all spread across the state it's difficult to find all of this information in one place and when I was starting to talk about high school soccer this was actually not last year but even the year before what Jay Anderson at Hellgate told me was you you go to wallsoccer.net, that'll have your standings, your stats, your rosters. If you want to find something out, that's where you go. So just where did that passion for promoting the game in the state come from for you? Yeah, I've been doing it for about a good 15, 15 some years. And uh, it all started, you know, back when I, I graduated college and I, I've lived in Montana all my life, but I graduated college and got my teaching job here in Helena and uh, I got to be an assistant coach at Capitol high school under Carl Straub. And, uh, and, you know, after a few seasons, we just were really frustrated. Nobody knew the standings. Nobody knew who was good. And, 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 and it was really hard to understand what games were going to be big um, and things like that. Even the ABs at the end of the year, sometimes it seemed like they were just guessing on, who was first and who was second. So we got a little frustrated and we, you know, we were talking, me and uh, some of the coaches at, uh, for the capital staff and said, man, it would be nice to have some place that we'd go. We, we kind of wish the Montana High School Association would do it, but they, that's not what they do. And, and so I, 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 did, I don't have web coding skills, but I had a former player um, that played for Capitol High and, I, I drew up what I wanted, and he coded it out, and that's where it all started. It started off pretty simple with just standings, and then we tried to add some stats, and I, I wish I could do more at times, but I think we'd have to 
um, educate coaches on what a shot is, <laughs> but, but uh, it came from that just so we would know what teams were doing great. It was a, it, we used the scouting when we added in assists of what players we needed to watch for. And so it really became a coaching tool at first. Uh, and then it became a promotion of soccer after that. So uh, I obviously uh, back in the early 2000s, we, we did it through email and it took a little while. I, I would try, if coaches didn't get back to me, I would try to look it up in the papers, which as you could imagine, I got, well, papers didn't always get the stats right. So coaches ended up calling me anyways and, and saying, Hey, you need to change this. I have a parent that says <laughs> this or that. And, and so then eventually it just came to texting and today all the coaches text me after their games. They give me their score, their stats. Um, and we have conversations. I, I have great rapport with a lot of coaches throughout the state, and it's become a really cool friendship that I have with all these guys um, to, to do the website and make sure that kids are being recognized and teams are being recognized for the hard work that they're doing. Yeah, tell me a little bit about your background in the game, because you, you mentioned you coached for a while. I know you played some, too. Just how did you get started in the game, and why, why have you continued in the game? Yeah, I, I just have a huge passion for competitive sports. Um, you know, I, I, I grew up in Helena, Montana, and I played Arsenal and had great Arsenal teams, had great legendary coaches that coached me from John Hollow, who um, was a longtime Helena High coach, to Rick Thompson, who's one of the all-time winning coaches for high school girls soccer. And so I had a great experience in club ball, went off and played uh, Division II soccer for MSU Billings, um, and had, had some great coaches there with Carlos Arce and, and just continued to build my skills and knowledge of the game. And, um, and it was just something, you know, I, my first time ever coaching – Actually, it was my senior year of high school, and it kind of helped me realize I wanted to work with kids and directed me towards teaching, and it just all fell into place for me. And, and by the time I graduated, I, I was lucky to get a job here in Helena and, again, hooked up with a, another legendary coach of Carl Straub, who now co coaches uh, Helen High, but at the time he was the coach for Capitol High. And, um, just they helped bring me along and give me a lot of knowledge and and we've had great players and great parents um i would i would uh be a, his assistant coach for a long time and then i'd eventually become the head coach for capital high school for a long time for a good seven years uh had some great runs on state titles uh then uh i kind of let that go so i could go back to the club ranks to coach my son um who's an 07. And, and so my son's very passionate about it. My daughter, not so much, but <laughs> um, so we're into the club soccer. I've also had the opportunity to be a state coach with the Montana um, MVP teams. And I've coached the 09 and 06 and some of the 07 teams uh, over the last few years. And so it's just, it, it's just soccer is a great sport. I love how it connects I teach school studies. I love how it connects to the world. I bring it up in my class all the time. Um, 
It's a great team sport. Um, and just, I think it's a great way of bringing people together um, when you don't have a common language sometimes. And, and it's something you can talk to anybody in the world about um, almost any time. So I, yeah, I, I, I've just grown up with it and I've had some amazing coaches that have inspired me and, and I, I just want to give back a little bit to it with the website and I'm still coaching a little bit today. And um, yeah, so that, that's where all that passion comes from. <laughs> yeah. And you mentioned, you know, coaches that you had in, in your youth and it just seems like, an, and you're a prime example of this. And, and I've learned this talking to a lot of people for this podcast, but it just seems like the soccer community in Montana is, is so strong and the people who are in it are, are really, really invested in it, right? I mean, have, have you had that same experience just with the, the soccer community in Montana? Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, I think some of the high school coaches are some of the best coaches they are and they, they'll go, they'll do anything for these players. They'll do anything for the sport. Um, we have some really amazing um, club teams throughout the state from Billings United, uh, uh, Bozeman Surf and Bozeman, um, uh, our Gallatin Elite, to the Missoula Strikers, Helena Arsenal, Cowspell. I, I, I just, there's so many, and we're getting even better coaches. The, I mean, the coaching quality um, from when I, back from when I played to now has grown so much. I mean, we have guys in the state that have been working with national team players um, that, I mean, some of our state staff um, from Hunter Terry and Joel Ganey um, are amazing. You know, Missoula has an amazing program, you know, obviously with Jay and Dan Lockridge um, and the Missoula Strikers. I mean, there's so many people that have built um, their lives into the sport and are giving back. And um, a lot of these guys all played back in my day um, here in Montana, and they just gained the love for the game too. And they're giving back and not just giving back, but they're putting the work in to become really great coaches to help kids um, compete, not just at the state level, but at the regional level and the national level too. Soccer and Snow and Smoke is brought to you in part by Blackfoot Communications. Stay connected with Blackfoot Communications, whatever your internet and phone needs, whether they're business or personal. Go to goblackfoot.com to see how they can help you stay connected. And if you're a small business, see how they can help you grow your business with their Connect to More program. That's goblackfoot.com. Thank you to Blackfoot Communications. Thank you as well to our other sponsor and Zootown Sports Cards, Missoula's hub for all things sports card and memorabilia collecting. Located in the Stevens Center at 2100 Stevens Avenue, nice and central to everything in the Garden City, and with a great collection of sports cards for you to peruse, whether you're looking for packs or for singles. Still running our Soccer and Snow and Smoke podcast special at Zootown Sports Cards. Go down there and let them know that you heard about them on the podcast. They'll hook up a special deal for you. I've got to get down there myself to see how their inventory's changed. It's always changing, always new stuff to look at. That's Zootown Sports Cards, 2100 Stevens Avenue in the Stevens Center. Big thanks to both of our sponsors. Now back to soccer and snow and smoke with Glenn Wall. Talking here with Glenn Wall on soccer and snow and smoke. 
He's the man behind wallsoccer.net, which is the place to go if you need to learn or look up anything about high school soccer in Montana. It's an invaluable resource, a labor of love, as we've talked about. Glenn, with you being the guy who's recording and, and sort of jotting down all that data and everything, let's talk a little bit about last high school season. What were sort of the storylines of last season that jumped out at you? There, there's some great stories. I mean, obviously, the one that's you know, most probably in the face of everybody is, uh, I, I always give Jay a hard time, uh, the evil empire of Hellgate, you know, winning four straight. Um, that, that's huge. No team has ever done that. Um, so I, I think they broke Sentinel's record. And I think there's a couple teams that got three, but nobody's ever had four. Eight and nine years. Um, and being in the championship for – an entire decade. Um, I mean, I think that really stands out as a huge accomplishment um, for Hellgate, Jay Anderson. Jay Anderson's a great coach. Um, and especially this year where, you know, he, he didn't have a team full of seniors. It was, it was kind of a reload. Um, I think it's going to get tougher for him in the next few years, but um, I think that was a huge accomplishment for them um, on the, the girls' side, I, I thought Sentinel was the, the the team that really was kind of the fun story to watch. I mean, they started off one, three, and two um, on the season, and you're thinking, oh, bottom of the the group. They had some injuries to some girls early on. They got them back and then fought back all the way to the championship game. Um, came up short to Gallatin, but. Um, I thought they were kind of the inspirational story of the of the state, of a team that started off kind of slow and then just worked their way back into the mix. Um, you know, I, Capital High School, uh, obviously I'm a little biased about Capital High School. I'm a former coach. I played there. My son plays there now. Um, but, you know, they, they were the first team to beat Hellgate um, in – really almost two years. Um, so that was a huge, huge accomplishment. Um, and I think those teams are going to battle it out over the next uh, four years. Um, but sadly, the, uh, sadly, I think the, the biggest story for Montana soccer right now is the lack of depth that teams have, um, the lack of quality that we see throughout the state. I think we, we had quite a bit of parity a few years ago where there was lots of teams in it. And this last year, there was, in the Western Conference, there was about three teams that you could go, yeah, I could see one of those three teams. But after that, it was about a five-goal five difference. Um, so, you know, making sure teams are full with players, we had some teams in the state that were barely able to roster a varsity and JV team, which, you know, back in my day, we had varsity, JV, and Froshmore. Um, so the numbers have gone down, and um, I think uh, that, that could be one of the big stories is, you know, just the depth. And I think it's all sports in general that um, a lot of sports numbers are going down. Football teams are going down basketball teams um and we got to find a way to find out what's going on to 
because we have the same number of kids, it seems like, but um, just not as many kids coming out. And I think we need to look at that and figure out, and maybe it's just because there's so many more things for kids to do today too. But I think that's a big story too, is um, the the lack of numbers we're seeing. And, and we have some great club programs, like I said before, but we need to continue to develop those so we can have strong high school programs into the future too. Yeah, any more thoughts about sort of where that comes from? I mean, why that trend is happening? Because we've seen, as you sort of mentioned, I mean, we've seen that certainly in Missoula with some of the football programs as well. It seems to be a little bit of a trend here these last couple of years. It it started before COVID. um, And I think it was just because there's more, you saw lacrosse come in um, and that kind of took away from football and some others. So there's more activities I think that kids can do. And then, you know, obviously with COVID, um, I think just people kind of became more independent or isolated in some aspects. And um, I don't know, in in the school arena that I'm in, you know, it's been hard trying to just get people to come back to school. Um, So getting them involved in sports, that could be the same issue, but you know, it's something that hopefully it's just a trend. And, um, I mean, when I look at the coaches across the state, we have phenomenal coaches that I think that are really positive um, in the soccer arena. Um, and uh, I know my son has loved uh, his coach, Stefan Wall, no relation. <laughs> and so I think there's a lot of positive things to athletics, and we just got to reach out and – and help kids see that again. And, um, and, you know, they want, a lot of kids want that success right away. And we got to teach them it's, it's about the work and building up to it. Um, and it's okay to not make varsity your fresh, freshman year. <laughs> Sometimes and you got to work towards it because I think a lot of kids today want that instant success too. Well, and it is a little bit difficult, right, just because of how stratified it's been at the high school level, too. I mean, if you haven't been Hellgate, for example, or or Bozeman was up there for a while, or any of a couple other schools, it's going to be difficult to compete in those games in the boys' AA, and that has got to be turning off some of the kids at those schools as well. And I don't know kids going into high school really even understand some of that, Um I, I think that's built into the club clubs uh, with I mean, a lot of people don't understand in Montana soccer. There's a lot of divisions to soccer. You have your premier league, which is your best of your best teams. Um, and, you know, like for my son's age group, there's four teams. You have the Billings, you have uh, Gallatin, Missoula and Helena. And if you're not in those four groups, um, you're not having a lot of quality players come into your program. Then you have the select group, which some people don't realize there's a premier league and they think they're at the top of the, their league and they get to high school and go, Oh my gosh, my kid's so far behind. Um, but I think the clubs could do a lot better job of is you know, soccer. That, that's the cool thing about soccer is everybody plays soccer and youth soccer. Uh, we get everybody in kindergarten, first, second, before any other sport gets a chance to get at them. And if our club programs do a good job of 
building that um, team unit and, and building the game as a fun place, we'll have them hooked by the time they get to middle school, and you'll see your numbers go up, for soccer at least. Um, and uh, I think that would be a really positive thing. But some, you know, money, COVID um, has kept those club programs. Uh, obviously, you've got to pay to play in the club program, which is also another distraction. But, um, you know, if the club programs – and obviously, Missoula has an amazing club program with the strikers that feeds players into Hellgate. Um, Sentinel gets some of them. Big Sky doesn't get a lot. Um, and you can see by their records, you know, that, that Bozeman gets – has a great two club programs there. Billings. They have a great club program, but they have three schools that they're kind of all separated out, which gives gives everybody a better chance of competing. But if those club programs do a great job with their youth, you'd see a lot more uh, better competition and equal competition across the state, I think. It's Glenn Wall. He's the proprietor and the operator of wallsoccer.net, which is an invaluable resource for anybody looking to learn about high school soccer in Montana, 15 years, he said he's been doing it, compiling results, scores, and stats from across the state. Certainly something that helped me out a ton the last couple of falls during the high school soccer season. Glenn, before I let you go here, let's just hit a couple more storylines from last year's high school season. And we mentioned them, but Bozeman Gallatin, the girls breaking through to win the state title. And that school's only been around for a couple of years, but just being able to break through like that. Yeah, no, like I said, Bozeman has one of the better club programs. They also have some amazing coaches over there. Um, you know, Hunter Terry with the Bozeman boys, Erica Cannon um, with the Bozeman girls. And then obviously Joel Ganey. He's, he's one of the biggest up, up and comers in the high school ranks amazing state coach um and he's really put that program on the map it doesn't hurt having olivia collins one of the best goal scorers in the state um i he i I don't know how i mean obviously living boundaries uh when the schools were formed olivia decided to go with gallatin (laughs) so that always makes you a, a better coach too but um, yeah, Joel Ganey, I, I would give all the credit to with Gallatin and how he's brought that program around. But again, he, he was a, a lot of those players are coming out of great club programs at the um, Bozeman Surf and the Gallatin Elite. And he's been able to uh, shape it and create a really quality program. And I think those coaches down in Bozeman are doing uh, Bozeman and Bel- Bozeman and Gallatin are doing a great job with their development of their players. And, and Joel, I think, won two, two of the last uh, three um, state t- titles, and that was him knocking off um, some pretty amazing Helena High teams um, that were stacked with pretty quality players, too. So, uh, It's Glenn Wall one last time here joining us on Soccer in Snow and Smoke. He's a middle school teacher now over in Helena, runs wallsoccer.net, which is the place to go if you're looking for anything about 
High School Soccer in Montana. Glenn, before I let you go, and I know you got to get back to class here in a little bit, but anything else that you wanted to mention, anything else that you wanted to make sure that we talked about? I just really appreciate the soccer families of Montana. I hope people are enjoying wallsoccer.net. Um, you know, share the site. Um, use it as a recruiting tool <laughs> as we – as hopefully soccer continues to grow and um, – and I, I honestly can't wait for the high school season to get back and going. And I, I'm looking forward to the battles um, between Hellgate and Capitol and, and to see which Eastern team, Eastern boys team emerges. I, I'm sure Gallatin's going to be there again. And um, I'm just excited to see all the new young kids that come up. And, and I hope parents appreciate what they have in front of them when they get to go watch their kids play. There you go. He's Glenn Wall, the proprietor and operator of wallsoccer.net, the place to go for all your high school soccer stats, scores, standings, etc. Glenn, thank you again for taking the time here. Hoping to have you back on as we get closer to the high school season in the fall, so I doubt this will be the last time that you hear Glenn Wall on Soccer and Snow and Smoke. But one more time, that's wallsoccer.net. And Glenn, thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is great.